Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching! <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> and edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnke and I'm sitting here with Matt Stewart and, of course, Jess Bob Perkins. Oh, mine oh, was way better than yours. But Matt went first. Yeah. yeah, but mine was like, mine was better. Yeah, and Argu- of, of course, Jess Bob Perkins. Yeah, because she's consistent. Basically goes without saying. Yeah. I reckon don't bother saying it next time. Will not <laughs> say it next time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she who You'll must not forget. be named on the show. Yeah. I want to be the Voldemort of Do Go oh, On. Oh, I'm sitting here with Matt Stewart and the rest. <laughs> and the rest. We did a Primates about Gilligan's Island the other week and I'm, I was disappointed to see on that episode they uh, they did not say under rest. I oh, must have not been from series one then. Or series two, yeah. Mm, when they were all That's a bit more famous. Right. And it was probably in colour as well and it everything. It was in colour, yeah. Oh. Was it black and white the first season? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I just uh, realised something. What'd this you is your 200th episode. <sighs> yes. We made it. Yeah, well done. Congratulations, Welcome. Jess. Thank so you. We're in the 200 club. Because I think you. you've both missed two each, right? No, I missed one recently because I was sick. 
So you've missed three altogether. Must then. have, yeah. Oh, that's great. Not quite here It's yet. great to be here at the 200 Club <laughs> with you, Matt. Oh, only, I can't wait for next week. Only two people in the whole world are in the 200 Do Go On Club. Ooh. And you might make it one day, Jess. Do you reckon, yeah. will you get me a cake next week? Well, we weren't going to have you on next week, so <laughs> it'd be weird to get you a cake. Can I have cake? Yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. Hey, we're doing. We're we're getting around. We're talking about doing stuff. We're getting around the place. We got That's, work to do. Yeah. Well, Matt and I do. We'll we'll be doing our live shows. Uh, no, all three of us. I promise we'll be there. We're coming up very very soon now to our big Sydney show Saturday night, September twenty one. And I know Sydney's a cool city. It's a cool city where they're like, mm, yeah. I'm cool, and I love that about Sydney. Yeah, it's shiny. People have hair they done that up there. Goddamn beautiful bridge. Oh, the beautiful oh, bridge. Oh, that bridge. They got consistent weather. I if it's, it's sunny in the morning, it's probably going to be sunny in the afternoon. Pretty sure it's a f- some sort of a fashion capital. Yeah. As well. And they love it. It's opera. the Chadston of Australia. It is. Oh, and what a compliment that I is. I love Sydney, but they're playing it a little too cool when it comes to buying tickets. You need to fill us with confidence and grab tickets. We have not passed along. the reserve. Yeah. There's no guarantee at this stage that we're coming at all. <laughs> so. When did Sydney become too cool for us? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are they worried that they'll be locked out? Is that the problem? Because the show is at 7.30. You will not be locked out. Yeah, we'll lock you in if anything. Yeah, it's a lock-in. It's going to be great. It's a double show. We're doing our podcast coming up, first of all. And then the second half. Who knows what that will be? Mystery. It's a mini festival of sorts. Mm. That's right. Two acts, both us. I might might eat cake. Um, That might be the second part. I might be just eating cake. Yeah, that, can oh, I do that? Can I please do that? That's art. Yeah, I think we can organize Performance that. art is me eating cupcakes. Great. I'll tell uh, you what, we're also doing a show in the, I don't want to say it now, people that think they're less cool because they've bought <laughs> tickets over in Perth <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, November the 3rd at the Comedy Lounge. It's becoming the real podcast capital of Perth. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Totally is. Lots and lots of pods are heading over there. We That's hopefully will see you there if you're if you're one of those people that have bought those tickets. And it's selling super well. So if you do want to come along, you better jump on that very soon because it's going to sell out. Please do that. And if the way you're in Sydney, definitely get your tickets to Perth pretty quick because you're going to have to organise flights, yeah, combination, yep. that sort of stuff. Even easier, just get tickets to Sydney. Oh yeah, no, if that's that. closer for you, mm, that, that does make some sense. That's not as cool though. But if that if that uh, date doesn't suit you, then yeah, come along to Perth. Why not? It's a nice place to visit. Please do and get those tickets, excluding airfares, I will say, at dogoonpod.com. Yeah, we haven't gone into aviation just yet. Yet, yeah. Uh, I'm also doing some live shows. Would you believe tonight I'm in Canberra uh, at the Civic Pub. Tomorrow night I'm in Goulburn at the Goulburn Club. Then on Friday I'm in Wagga Wagga at the Riverina Comedy Club at Cuba. And then on Saturday... The Factor Espresso, Espresso, goddammit, comedy <laughs> night um, at the Factory Espresso, which is the coolest place in all of Orange. Sorry, did you mean Espresso? No, <laughs> Espresso. Did I say Espresso twice? No, one of the times you didn't. I thought that was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm getting that caffeine fast. Are you doing those shows with Nick Kappa? I'm doing those shows with Nick Kappa, past guests on this show. And then, Jess, we're doing our show at the Melbourne Fringe. We are. That's right. Forgot from, about that. From September the 12th to the September the 19th. It's going to be so much fun at the Cooper's Inn. Yes. Real comedy hub. Come see us and see all the other shows there as well. And you can find out ticket uh, ticket details for all these things at mattstewartcomedy.com slash gigs. Or jessperkins.com.au slash shows. Right. Or google.com forward slash 
lot of characters. Yeah, you can just look up Melbourne Fringe as well. There's heaps of ways you could find it. Honestly, you're an adult in the 21st century. Figure it out. Look yes. it up. Show's called Razzle Dazzle. There you go. It's all the info you'll need. You'll Definitely. find it that way. But the show's in Canberra tonight, Goulburn tomorrow, Wagga Wagga the next day, and Orange the day after. You can find it at com slash gigs. But it'd be great if you could link to them on your website as well, Jess. No, I won't be doing that. Okay. I'll have a word to Google. Thank you so much. Hey, Dave, should we get on with this show? Yes, how about you tell us an anecdote about a story or something from history now? <laughs> or a person or an event or... A tragedy. A tragedy. Oh, we're looking for a tragedy. Basically, Is it a tragedy? Yeah. <gasps> Your well, favourite. Great, Matt always regrets these ones as soon as he starts writing. Uh, if you haven't heard the show before, basically what we do here is we uh, take it in turns to report on a topic suggested often by a listener and it is Matt's turn to tell us about a thing that Matt, well, Jess and I, don't know what, what he's yeah, going to talk about. Yeah, Jess. Yeah, I know about it. So can we fact check that? <laughs> and we're back. We fact checked it. I was wrong. <laughs> it's Jessica. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask you a question to get on the topic as we always do. And my question is... I put up three topics about Ohio to the <gasps> patrons. Wow, the second greatest state, the of greatest course, state. after Vermont. Oh, oh, you bring that to the top because people don't... You've only ever said that at the end of the episodes. Yeah, sorry. And a few people were confused at our Brisbane show when I made a couple of references to Vermont. Look, like, guys, it's my thing now. I love Vermont. And they're like, who, who are you? Because they make mm. soft serve ice cream there. It's, they're creamies. And you just got a creamy t-shirt. But anyway... Thank you so, so much. Yeah, that's right. I got s- sent a uh, a creamy-themed shirt from Vermont from Zachary Briggs. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. I'll be wearing that with pride. You're looking good in it right now. Thank you. Uh, so my question to you to get us onto the topic is, which tragedy occurred in Ohio on the 18th of October 2011? Ooh, Ooh so that's quite recent. Wasn't yes. the mistake on the lake then? No. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that wasn't a... We've done, this is the second Ohioan topic in, in a month. So, tragedy in 2011. Yeah. So, would would we have heard about it? I hadn't. Okay. But apparently it made worldwide news. Yeah, but also, back when I was studying journalism. <laughs> you, what are the odds that I you mean, would have been reading the papers yeah, then? Come oh, on. yeah. There was, there was, was no chance was, you were keeping up with the news then. No, God, no. Why would you? I actually wasn't even going to talk about... I didn't realise that it was during the time I was studying journalism. What I was trying to say was that one thing that we studied a lot is like proximity. So we don't hear that much about news from around the world because it's far away. Mm. Yes. Which is really dumb. Yeah, yeah. And any there'll be way more coverage of world news if there's some sort of Australian angle. Oh, definitely. There'll always be 50 people are dead, including one Australian. My favourite thing about um, journalism too is, and something that definitely put me off pursuing as a career, is um, if it bleeds, it leads. Uh, it's how you start every story about anything tragic. Wow, and also my catchphrase, which I borrowed from Arnold Schwarzenegger, if it bleeds, you can kill it. Oh, you know, Lee Matthews <laughs> used that quote uh, to convince the Brisbane Lions that they could beat the Essendon Bombers in uh, 2001. Wow. wow. Do they run onto the ground covered in mud? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, um, okay, tragedy. Tragedy. Uh, right, is yeah. there, is it, would this a story led because it bled? Does it? Uh, the, yes. It oh, wow. Of, it's got ma- it ends in massacre. Oh, wow. Uh, Ohio massacre? Cleveland massacre? The Is it got that in it? Yes. Okay, that's good. Okay, so there's great. two words in between. They both start with Z. The so it's the ZZ massacre. The ZZ Top massacre. 
the oh no something zoo massacre yes okay the that's good that's the zanesville zoo massacre yes the zanesville zoo massacre. i'm honestly impressed you got zoo thank you that's well, really good starts with Z. But you are a journalist at heart even if you are embarrassed by your profession because they only talk about blood yeah I am a journalist at heart. Thank you. Well done. You worked that out. Uh, An investigative journalist too. Love that. It was suggested just by the one listener, Ashley from Newcastle in Australia. So she heard about it. um, Yeah. Uh, And she suggested I read an article uh, in GQ magazine by Chris Heath. And this report is pretty heavily based on that article. It's a great article worth a read. It's... The, the article actually is a three-parter and my report's based on the first part. Wow. Did you even get to the second and third part in yeah, your it's. I mean, it goes through... Well, anyway, it'll make more sense when I talk about it. But yeah, I think uh, if you enjoy this report, then I, I would suggest going and reading the whole thing. Which we will link to in the yes, description. Yes, it will be linked to in the description for wow. sure. Uh, okay, here we go. On the afternoon of October the 18th, 2011, Sam Kopchak was at his property in Zanesville, Ohio, when he noticed that his horse, Red, was acting strangely in the paddock. What colour was Red? Red was uh, was was white and mm. spotty. Mm. The spots were also white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm having trouble imagining that. Uh, no so, imagination, do Yeah. <laughs> so Kopchak went out to investigate... Uh, when he saw that his neighbor's horses were also behaving uh, erratically, probably even more erratically. Uh, his neighbor was 62-year-old Terry Thompson, um, and he, he saw that Terry's horses were frantically running around in circles. Oh, man, had a certain Mr. Hands visited the property. No. Okay, yeah, just wanted to double-check because... That would be an easy... An easy solve. Yeah, and people, uh, horses definitely act erratically around Mr. Hands. Mr. Mm. Hands. Yeah, for those who don't know, I'm familiar with the Mr. Hands. Then I'm, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go back and you listen. Know it, you can't forget it. Listen to the first Thailand episode uh, with Oliver Clark and Nick Kappa. Uh, so it was then, uh, when he saw those horses behaving erratically, it was then that Kopchak realized the source of the horse's concern. It was a dark Source of the horse. Source of the horse's concern. <laughs> It was a dark shape that he soon realised was a black bear. <gasps> uh, Kopchak's first concern was getting his horse to safety. He took his horse's bridle and started walking it towards the barn. Walking? Yes. What are you doing, mate? Well, I think he was... He, Is the bear... The bear's probably far away The bear was relatively far away and I, they can... I think they can um, run pretty quick. Right, so if you walk... And, and I think... <laughs> they a, can't run. A lot of wild animals... <laughs> Uh, can be attracted to something running away from them. Yeah, probably better to just kind of... Okay, nice and calm. I've seen this no guy interviewed. Deal. He seemed like a... He's the kind of guy who understands stuff. Uh, okay, fair enough. You know I those, those country guys that you just yes. trust? They know what they're doing? Yes. Yeah. I only saw some brief interviews them. with him, but yeah, I would... If he said walk slowly and Dave's going, run! I'd walk slowly. I reckon I reckon Kopchak's going, your friend Dave's about yeah. to be eaten. Yeah. Well, knowing that situation, I'm yelling, run at the bear. <laughs> To run after you. Take yeah. care of you. You're distracted. And in my head, I am farewelling Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, Dave. Bye, little friend. <laughs> yeah, in that and si- I have your car. In that, si- in that situation, I'm, l- I'm not running or walking. I'm sitting there on the ground 
shitting myself waiting to die. Yeah, and that's I've my got strategy. A copy of a will of yours that I've written up. Um, Dave, throw us the car keys. Throw us the car keys. <laughs> I'm filming you and I'm trying to get you to say that I can have your stuff. You can have the car. I'm like, Dave, what's your pin number? What's your pin number? <laughs> Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> the bear's coming, guys. Do Tell you me a pin number, you tiny little piece of shit. I, guys, the bear's coming. <laughs> Dave, hurry up and give the pin number. <laughs> I mean, do you really want to die with it with no one knowing your pin number? And Dave's going... It's um, it's actually not pin number. The yeah. N in pin is already number. You're just saying personal identification number number, number. number, and the bear's just eating us. <laughs> it's tearing us. And to then shit. I don't have any of your money, and that is that's the biggest the tragedy. tragedy. <laughs> that, that is wow, that's so sad. Sorry to get straight to the trauma of this episode. I assume that in that situation, the bear technically gets the money. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. In our high laws. Yeah. Dave, do you have a will? I actually don't have a will. We can rectify that. I don't because I don't have anything. Should I have a will? Probably. Well, if you if you watch late night or early morning TV, I can w- I can get a will free will kid. Is and that you right? Should <laughs> um, and you should also start paying off a funeral plan. Yeah, definitely. Does, if there's any lawyers listening, if I die without a will, it doesn't it doesn't go automatically to the government, does it? My no, parents no. can still claim that. Yeah. yeah, you still have next of kin. It doesn't just go to the government unless you have a will. Thank goodness for that. It just means that if you have shitty friends like me, yeah, you guys will be contested. Yeah, of course. Right, <laughs> I'll go after your parents, who seem nice, but hmm. not yeah. for long. Pushovers in court, though. <laughs> so cop check, right? <laughs> yes, he's he's, he's walking. walking his horse uh, to the barn. After only a few paces, though, he saw something that was even more distressing than the bear. What? Up ahead, on the other side of the fence, was an adult male lion facing towards them. The f- what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. There's a lion. <laughs> yes. At that big main full. In, so that, there's been some sort of outbreak at the zoo. No. Well, in that situation, my first thought is, oh, thank God, I'm dreaming. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I can. I'll pat the lion. There's no consequences here. You're riding is, around on the lion yeah. as the cops arrive. I'll die and wake up. It's fine. Mine is Dave is definitely gonna die. And I really need to get that. <laughs> Mine is, oh, we finally get to see wins out of a bear and a lion. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both, like, they, they do rock, paper, scissors and decide which of us they eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both just turn towards you. Yeah. Oh, no. Which one do you want? <laughs> I'll take the little one. <laughs> no. There was a lion. Yeah. Okay. That's wild. Okay. There's a lion there. So now what does he do? Uh, the following paragraph is from that GQ story I was telling you about. Mm. Kopchak had lived around here his whole life. The road is uh, his and Thompson's properties abutted was named Kopchak Road after his great uncle. Before he retired four years ago, he used to teach seventh grade science. He didn't know too much about lions, but he had heard that it was unwise to challenge them by looking them in the eye. <laughs> and if and well, I mean, it, we've all heard it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, duh. And that if you ran away, they had a tendency to chase you. So he settled on what he considered a brisk walking pace for himself and Red. He only looked back once when they were about a third of the way to the barn. The lion was in the same place as a moment ago, still on the other side of the fence, though it was quite obvious that the animal could get over the fence any time it wanted to. Far out. I just I, He just seems like he was just like real cool. Real calm. Just like, you know, some people would be like, like Dave. Yeah. Sounds it, this is too much f- for my brain. Out and it would be... Yeah, Frozen in panic or something, mm. but he's just like, all right, these are the things I've got to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll work out I'll why this is happening later. Faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
from the relative safety of the barn, Kopchak locked the doors and phoned his mum. I'd be worried about what's in the I barn. I know, you look up and there's like 10 mooses. Oh, no. Mooses. Yeah. Mm, chocolate mousse. Ten of them. Yeah, ten. Oh, no. I'm going to eat them all. I didn't they, put them in the fridge. They're going to go off. I can't get to the fridge. There's a line between me and the fridge. And these are for a party later. No, no, this horse can't eat mousse. Kill the horse. It's on a diet. Kill the horse. Yeah. Oh, my horse has ate nine mousses. This is the worst thing that's happened today. So you, see, you say that he got on the phone. Yes. He calls his mum. And so she's like... Have you taken drugs? Honestly, what's your mum? Like, I call my mum for most things, you know? Like, how do I do anything? Mum, help me. But in this case, honestly, not sure what mum's going to do. Well, it was for a more practical reason than that. So he called his mum Dolly, who he shared. Dolly. Yes. I love her. (laughs) Uh, He called her because he shares the house with her. Right. And she was home watching the telly less than 100 metres away, unaware of the drama unfolding. So he's calling her to be like... Don't um, yeah. Stay inside. There's a bit going on out here. Uh, when she answered the phone, Kopchak filled her in on what was afoot. And while shocked with the goings-on, the Kopchaks were not entirely surprised. They had suspected for a while that their neighbour, Terry Thompson, had kept exotic animals on his property. <laughs> Terry Thompson, you dog. <laughs> Though they had never seen them, uh, they could often hear lions roaring in the night. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you explain? in the night. Is that when lions roar? How would, he exp- the day. how would he explain that? Um, that wasn't the part that I was saying <laughs> what about. It wasn't the time of day that the, he could hear lions. Was his name Terry Thompson? It's the fa- yeah, that was it. It was, his name was Terry, Terry Thompson. Thompson. But the fact that they could hear lions and went, huh, it's a bit odd. And then just got on with their days. Well, this is the probably one of the most shocking things that I've found out while reading this. And I'd kind of fig- found this out a little bit from, um, I've got a semi-regular guest on Primates who talks about uh, sanctuaries and animal enclosures and, and certain states in America have really lax exotic animal laws. Ohio is one of those states. You right. basically don't, or at least at this point, I think what happens has led to some change or some want to change, but you could have exotic animals without even having to tell the government. Like you could just... so at, um, There's no permits. No permits. So they um, basically... Uh, there's estimates at how many wild animals are privately owned in Ohio. No one actually knows. It's it's hundreds or thousands. Do they still have collars on them with their names and (laughs) phone numbers? Yes, they're all called Fido. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) They're all got chipped. Um, Far out. Okay, because I was like, surely there's a zoo nearby and something has gone down at the zoo. That's the weird thing about it. When I said it's called a zoo, but it's really like over there that they call... In certain states, they just call roads. They call them roadside zoos, or, or you know, basically home backyard zoos. Wow. So it's, it's well, like the, here the in Australia the rules are pretty strict about. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have a lion. Yeah. So I'd be quite. We're, that's sus. we live in a nanny state. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be quite sus if I could hear a lion roaring at night. I live nowhere near the Melbourne Zoo. Yeah, but they like. Werribee Zoo. They wake up and they go. <gasps> Oh, no, that's right. We live in Ohio. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I love this state. It's probably just a wild animal. So they have suspected that... What was his name? Terry Thompson. Terry Thompson. Well, and also, I love that they've suspected 
probably if they asked him, he'd say, yeah. Yeah. I'd, what are you going to do about it? I wonder if, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they were playing it coy when being interviewed afterwards. They didn't want to take too much. I don't know. Maybe they're like, yeah, we thought he might have, but it feels like you must have known, right? It was out of sight. Apparently it's kind of hilly, so they couldn't see it from their property, but they were pretty close by. So what did he do next? Um, so He rang Dolly. She's watching <laughs> Price Ride. Do you reckon, could I call, a, you couldn't call a kid Dolly. Maybe a, a dog? I think you call a kid Dolly. No, I don't, I don't think I could. Oh, that's okay. fine. We find out what it, her uh, birth name was in, in a minute. Oh, that's exciting. Um, Dolita. So with this in mind, Dolly Kopchak called Thompson to make sure he was okay, but there was no answer. So then she called 911 to report the lion and bear that were on the loose. Uh, and according to the GQ report, she sounded calm when she reported what her son had seen. As though there was nothing, uh, really nothing too strange or alarming about a lion and a bear running loose on an October afternoon in Ohio. She was possibly a little rattled though, as she gave her name to the operator as Dolores, which was her name, but she hadn't used it in a long time, saying later, I've been called Dolly for 84 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe you just feel like it's more official. Yeah. I do that at the dentist. It's like maybe she snapped into action. Really, you book under Jessica? I think so. Wow. Maybe not. I don't know. Figure of authority. Yeah. A dentist. A dentist. <laughs> oh. I'm like, I can't lie to him. He'll he'll need to see my ID. Yeah. No, who cares? Dentists and passport control. But even then, even if I say Jess and then I show them my ID. They'll probably figure it they out. They go, fair, yep, fair enough. Jess yeah. out. Like, oh, hang on, what's going on here? It's not even like with my name where I have to change letters. You've got Jess and there's just a yeah, bit more. I've taken off Ica. Yeah. I'm the same. We'll get rid of Hugh. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Hugh. <laughs> Get out of here. Dolores. Dolores. No, nah, I'm going to get a dog and call it Dolly. You can't call your child Dolores, you don't think? No. Unless Sister Act makes a comeback. Who am I kidding? Sister Act never left. <laughs> uh, while Dolly made the call, her son remained trapped in the barn with his horse. He kept a <laughs> one, one thing led to another. <laughs> <laughs> and ten about to go off chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so he's set for a little while. <laughs> He kept a watch on the goings-on outside, and to his quiet amazement, more wild animals arrived on the scene. What? How old, how old is he? He's retired. Yes. I think he, from the looks of him, I think... It, well, I know Terry Thompson's 62. Right. I imagine he's in a similar sort of ballpark. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, cool. Uh, according to GQ, along uh, came a wolf and a second bear, this one much larger than the first. And there was uh, the lion he had seen before, now pacing back and forth. Imagine looking at at a crack in your barn and seeing all this. And also a lioness anxiously scuttering around. And then Kopchak said, I saw a tiger. I'm telling you, the (laughs) lion is bad enough and the lioness is bad enough. And the wolf is bad and the bear. But don't be around the tiger. The tigers are actually bigger than the lions if they're fully grown. He started snarling. And he went after the horses. <gasps> oh. So, okay. There's got to be other neighbours around as well, right? Like, it's not like it's just those two farms next to each other and then nothing for miles or... Yeah, yeah no, there's so other stuff around. this yeah. is just what's happening at his property. Yeah. So, like, I not surely not... If he's got heaps of animals, they're not all going to go to the one place, are they? Or maybe they are. Well, maybe they're attracted to the horses. Like, like, like yeah. Because most of those are, are hunting animals. But really... Smell a horse, you go, huh, let's go over there. I think... I think Going through the Kopchak's property is the way out to the rest of the... Right. Okay. So it's kind of like this is the... This radius. And they're, they're, these animals have been locked up, some of them, yeah. for a long time in small 
shitty backyard I guess cages. I'm wondering if other neighbours are also like, oh, that's an unusual animal on our property. But yeah, if they have to go through his to get anywhere else, that's... <laughs> oh my God, there's a giant tortoise outside. <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> this is terrifying. It's coming. <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> Please hurry. I think based on its speed, we've only got three days until it gets here. Please hurry. <laughs> We don't even have any unless, chocolate mousse supplies. Unless it rains and it creates a puddle, then they'll move heaps oh, faster. Oh, no. He looks angry. <laughs> He's got a look in his eye. I know you're not meant to look in their eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, look, I looked again. <laughs> now it's really pissed off. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, at this point, Thompson was still nowhere to be seen, which led to obvious concerns about his safety. Uh, if his animals were able to break free, maybe they had already got to him. I'll talk about that more later. The 911 call led to multiple police officers attending the scene, including Deputy Jonathan Mary. According to, uh, expecting to find a lion and a bear on the loose, he was surprised to also be greeted by a tiger and two lionesses. Oh, God. As he waited for Dolly Kopchak to open the door, imagine that, waiting, knocking on the door. These. He got out of the cop car? What are you doing, mate? <laughs> Yeah, um, but he so he's on the on the door on the veranda, waiting for Dolly to come to the door. When he spots a large grey wolf running along the line, uh, the road behind, out out of the property, so he's like, oh shit, I better go see what the wolf's up to. So he ran back to his car, jumped in, and followed the wolf. Uh, and he w- so now, hang on, Dolores is hurt, Dolly's hurt, someone knock at the door, by the time she gets to the door, there's nothing there, she's like, the animals have left <laughs> There's a lioness there. Oh no, they're, they're, nick, they're nick knocking, this is ridiculous. There's a, a, a paper bag there. of flaming lion shit. <laughs> there's a little wolf there like, hello, have you got time to, to speak about Jesus? Uh, he, he was unsure what he was meant to be doing still at this point whether he should be shooting to kill or or what but i guess there's not heaps of options with a wolf but he so he radioed for instruction <laughs> do i kill it <laughs> do i hit it with the car yeah, what, do, what, do, what I do? do i do earlier at around 5 20 p.m sheriff matt lutz was told there were loose animals at the thompson and Kopchak properties he'd been called out to thompson's property in the past because of loose animals but they were usually horses. So he's heard loose animals at the Thompson property. Right. He, I'm not particularly stressed. It's just another a another bloody day loose. at the Thompson place. Um, Why can't Terry keep his animals in check? <laughs> at this point, he'd already knocked off for the day. Um, apparently, he'd already had dinner at 5.20. Oh, God. Quite Is he life. 400 years old? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's a pretty young man. What? What are you doing? Um but he apparently didn't have any plans, so decided to head head over and, and help out. If he, oh, if he I don't could. have any plans. He's the sheriff dinner. as well, so he's he's dinner. the man. Unbelievable. Yeah, five to, uh, maybe he did an early shift. Yeah, probably. He's probably maybe, ho- yeah. I think he's wandered over hoping for a second meal. If you have to get up super early in the morning, maybe. But even then, ugh. Uh, so it took him 15 minutes to drive over. And in that time, he received increasingly frantic updates about the different animals that were on the loose being spotted. Needing to instruct his officers on how to deal with them, it didn't take Lutz long to give an answer. Knowing there was a nearby apartment, apparently across the... There was a kind of a main road on the other side of that. There was an apartment building. Oh, shit. And then within a couple of Ks, there was a school soccer match being played. Oh, my God. So he's going, and he goes, I'm thinking these kids are yelling, you know, yeah. excitedly. 
he's like, what what happens if the lions and tigers are drawn to that? Yeah. So he's like, in his mind, there was there was no choice. He instructed his officers to shoot to kill. And they shot 20 soccer players that day. Yeah. That. <laughs> so that the lions wouldn't get to Yeah, we've really got to put them out of their misery. <laughs> Sorry, kids. You'll thank me later. Well, you won't. You Line up. <laughs> Eliminate the food source. That's how you get to the... Yeah, starve them out. Fish rots from the head. It's not relevant, but still a fun saying. Fish rots from the head. Mm. I don't get it. Think about it. Mm. Well, it's not relevant at all here. It'd be hard to get but it out of mean? context. A fish, right? Yes. <laughs> Swimming. I got death. that part. I don't know what a head is. So it, it just means that um, things go bad from the top down. Right. If it bleeds, you it can bleeds kill it. And you can kill it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Cut yeah. off the head, the body will die. Now I get it. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. This guy. <laughs> Talking about fish. Well, that is, that is a scary That's situation as a, as a sheriff. Yes. So, yeah, I know. Um, starting with... Uh, it's more horses tree. out yeah. and you're bored because you've already eaten dinner at 5.20. Well, I'll go help out. Um, so when Mary saw that the wolf was heading towards another neighbor's house, he grabbed the rifle out of the boot of his car and pursued the wolf on foot. Oh, my God. After getting the radio confirmation that he could take it down, from 70 metres away, he took the shot, killing it instantly. Great shot. Yeah, one shot. 70 metres, wow. Um, soon Sorry, wolf, though. He went over to. Um, Sorry, little wolf. Yeah, I know. And this is this oh. is the uh, this sucks. It, it is so heartbreaking. This story. Yeah. Obviously, I I imagine that animal lovers will now be aware that some animals will die. No, will not and make it. It's not. It's not super nice. They weren't upset though when twenty soccer players were shot. Probably second not. Ago. They shouldn't be playing soccer. No, yes, yeah. they, shouldn't. they shouldn't. It's America. Baseball. Come on. Yeah. What's wrong with these kids? Yeah. Why yeah. Are you, how are you playing soccer what? on a diamond like what that? Doing? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Kicking around? Yeah. That's 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 called kickball. Foul ball. Come on. <laughs> Batter up. We don't there's no bats in soccer. <laughs> what are you doing? Who's on first? Etc. You know, it's confusing. Uh soon after, Deputy Mary heard on his radio that some of his police mates had a line surrounded. Which is a Kind of a fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Hands up. Hands up, Lion. Paws up. Um, Knowing that he was the only one with a rifle, though, he headed over to them as quick as he could. The other cops would only have their handguns and a shotgun. He he knew he was the only one with the rifle, which I don't know why that would be, but there's probably rules around it. And I also, and I mean, some of them say later, they're like, there's nothing like this has ever happened anywhere. It'll never happen again. It's like <laughs> you can't be trained for it. Yeah, it's it's so full on. Um, as he drove over to help them, he found another deputy running up and back near the driveway to Thompson's property. Stopping to see what was going on, he reached for his rifle, but it snagged on something, so he left it and went to investigate. Like it feels what, like what the rifle just got stuck on got something. Snagged on something. He's like, oh, I don't have time. I'll go in. I've, I've still got my handgun. In the film version of that, it would like pause on the rifle and zoom in on it, just yeah. to just to, so you know. And in the yeah. background, he's running off. Yeah, I, I mean the fact that it's mentioned. Yeah, it means, means you did that moment. Oh no! Uh, according to GQ, that was when he saw the black bear at first facing him and then running straight towards him. Oh no! He pulled out his Glock, which I think is his handgun. Yeah. Not the weapon you'd want when you're facing down 350 pounds of charging bear. And he says a black bear. 
Yeah. Because I, for some reason, I know the rhyme. If it's brown, lie down. If it's black, fight back. Right. Well, he took. He obviously so had that rhyme. They're the ones mind. where you're supposed to like act big and make a lot. Yeah, of yeah, to sort of intimidate them. But a brown bear, I believe, they. Uh, if you play, t- they think you're dead. They'll think you're no longer a threat. Right. And, and a grid, do grizzlies count as brown? Yeah, right. They are brown, aren't they? We shouldn't go to America. I've changed no, my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> do we? We don't have bears here, do we? Just drop bears. Yeah, I need mm. to drop bears. Koala bears. You should oh. definitely, definitely fight back because those things. That annoys well, me you were so telling much. me recently, I think Dave or Jess that pandas aren't bears. Dave was saying that, yeah. Technically, that blew in my Brisbane, mind. Well, technically not related to those other bears. Right. Pandas aren't bears either. Yeah, that's what I... I mean, koalas aren't No, bears. I know koalas aren't. They're I know, marsupials. But it, it annoys me when people say pa- uh, koala bears. I haven't heard anyone say it for a long time. I did just say it, but that was... I have not heard a real person say <laughs> it for a long time. Well, don't, if you're out there. I know it sounds cute, but they're not bears. They're just koalas. Yeah. Matt, do go on. Okay. You'll come around like you know how you used to find it annoying when people said Melbourne and now you you No, fine I don't with mind it. it. It's gonna be the same with koala bears. Yeah, I'm allowed to evolve and change and grow. Well you would as hate this. Artist. You know the you know how Brisbane football club used to be the Brisbane Bears? Yeah. Their mascot was a koala. <sighs> oh no. That was in the like don't help. that you, was in the nineties. Come on. No good. But anyhow just to stop the tweets, a grizzly bear is a North American brown bear. Right. So okay. lie down if you see a brown bear. Yeah. But a black one. Brown lie down, black also, do I believe not, that is true. Do not take any of that advice on. Please Google your own advice, Dave. Yes, thank you. Also, Don't put yourself in a. Take bear spray. That's what they always say. Bear spray. And that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more effective than a gun. What do you mean? It, like it, they hate it or something? Yeah, they like hate you spray it at them? Is yeah. It like pepper spray? Yeah, and they hate it so much. that like w- I think with a gun, I don't know if we're about to find this out, but you could shoot a handgun at a charging bear like six times and it's just going it, to... There's a possibility that it'll just keep, keep going because they're so big. But they don't like the smell of something. Yeah. So we have paused at a real tense moment. I know, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so a bear is charging at him. A bear's charging at him. A black bear. He He's... He gets off one shot, and that was enough. What? He hit the target. <laughs> he shot himself in the head. <laughs> it dropped. It was charging at him, and it dropped on the ground six meters from him. Oh, my God. What? So everything I just said is completely untrue. Well, he, no, 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 he was so lucky. Shot, yeah. um, he still doesn't know where exactly the bullet landed, but he assumes it's in its brain. Yeah. Like, he just, just knocked got... it dead. Whoa. Um. And then this following paragraph, uh, which is from the article, sums up what Mary got up to in the following hours. It's hectic. After he shot the black bear, Mary went back for his rifle. An African lioness crawled under the livestock fence and ran south down the road, then headed towards someone's home. So he shot her before she could go further. Then he turned back, intending to deal with the black bear and a tiger along the roadway. Oh, my God. But he was distracted by a cougar heading south, so he followed the cougar into another driveway where he met a male African lion coming the other way. He shot the lion while some other deputies shot the cougar. Soon he was instructed to patrol the border between the Thompson property and, and Interstate 70, and over the evening he shot another wolf, two more lions, a tiger, and later on, after its hiding place was revealed by a fireman's thermal imaging camera, a grizzly bear. I don't think I've ever been to a professional zoo with that many big cats. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is cr- just some dude's house. I, yeah. Okay. I obviously don't hope that something's happened to Terry, but it sounds like it might have. But also, imagine if this entire time he's just asleep. <laughs> he's also watching he's the prices right. Yeah, he's just hanging out and he has no idea all these animals are out. And all. That's so many animals. Yes. That is insane. I it just am sounds thinking like about getting a dog at some point in the next two ish years. Yeah. Don't <laughs> thinking jump in. about it. Yeah. A lot of responsibility. You know, I got a bit of travel to do in that time. So where will the dog be? Wait until you know. Like it takes a lot. Yeah. But he's got lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! <laughs> wow, this is like I really thought Dave would go with me on that. So thanks, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I was just I'm just distracted by how crazy this is. It's insane. I'm just thinking about how it's like Jurassic Park. That's all I'm thinking. Just the way that's written as well. Yeah, it feels like a video game or something. He's yeah. like following a line. Oh, actually, I better take that cougar first. Yeah. Oh, that's going the other way. There's a bear over there. There's a bear in there. That's <laughs> so terrifying. And yeah, like. These poor animals should never have been in this situation. Yep. That's the thing. Like, it is so sad that they're being shot. But, in but like, what are they supposed to do in this situation with an apartment block across the road? Yeah. You need, like... Nighttime coming quickly. And I'm, I'm sure all police cars are fully equipped with tranquilizer guns. Yeah, you need, like, time. a Sam yeah. Neill or a Chris Pratt to be like, No! Don't kill them! Yeah. That's or what like you need. you need like proper proper animal control, I suppose, or, or people better equipped to do it, you know, in a much safer, more humane way. But at the same time, you don't have the time for them to get there because this is yeah. insane and should not have happened. That, I mean, they were, um, I'll get to that soon, but the um, proper animal people were called. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a timing thing as well. But you don't have them in like every yeah, town, do they, you? Yeah, you know, they were like in a major zoo miles away. Yeah. Um, They're not just like, oh, yeah, I'm just around the corner. I'll pop down with all the equipment that we need to do this safely that nobody gets hurt <laughs> and the animals are all fine. They're like, no also, worries, I've already uh, eaten dinner, so I can, yeah. can come around any time. It, it also means like with that many on the loose, it's it's just not really possible. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if it's one... <laughs> Then you can contain it. Maybe you can make that work. The animals are outnumbering the people trying to catch them. A long way. A long way. Even getting like fire involved and getting any emergency services that you absolutely can. Anyone. The animals are outnumbering you. Oh, man. Wild. Um, The first officer on the scene was Sergeant Steve Blake. And while Mary was pursuing the wolf, which I talked about earlier, Blake headed up to Thompson's house to see if he could find out what was going on. As he drove up, he saw many more animals uh, on the loose and also that the cages had either been forced open, uh, cut open or just left open. A man named John Moore arrived around this time. He worked with Thompson, helping him feed the animals. And Moore took Blake to the house um, where they found two monkeys and a dog in small birds' cages. Aww. So a lot, of, a lot of these animals are in... Um, just inadequately sized. Like, I think, imagine all of them were in inadequately sized cages. Um, Moore did some mental arithmetic, eventually figuring out that there were over 50 wild animals on the loose just because he knew how many he fed. It's funny that he didn't He didn't just know how many animals there were there, but he, I guess he had to subtract the ones that were still in cages as well. Uh, they headed back out to the road when Moore spotted a body near the barn being 
eaten by a white tiger or seemingly being a white eaten tiger by a white tiger yeah um, yeah, that's really rare. It was too dangerous for them to get any closer. I mean, just a tiger's rare, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, true. But then the white ones, they are rare, aren't they, the white ones? Yeah, I think they're particularly rare. There was one rare. at um, Dreamworld when I was 12 and its name was Taj, which now feels like maybe a little, you know. Anyway. Having a tiger at a, at a theme park. There's a roller coaster. Oh, that's weird. There's an endangered animal. <laughs> but I liked Taj, so I got a little toy of it. So I had a little white tiger toy. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember my sister actually, we went to Dreamworld as well, and she had a white tiger hat. Oh, okay. It was a trucker cap. Very early on. Oh. Very ahead of her time, yeah. yes. Yeah, now the trucker hats are taking the world by storm. That's right. Well, no, th- a few years after that they did, and now they are extremely yeah, uncool okay. again. <laughs> she yeah, that's right, my sister... Wearing that white tiger trucker cap. I'd love to see a graph of when trucker hats are in. It'd be be a real roller coaster. In Australia, comfortable hats. In Australia, it was about 2004 to 2005. Yeah. Then it's plummeted since. That's the last time they've been in. That's a while. They might be due. What a cool now. We should buy in. Yeah, let's get get Dugan trucker caps. Yeah. Uh, 65 kilometres away, the staff at the Columbus Zoo were alerted to the unfolding events. This is the... People you were you were saying yeah. should have been brought so, in. So hang on, let's just proper zoo. Circle back two seconds. Well, it was longer than that, but there's a body. Yes. So we can we assume that's probably Terry. Well, they weren't able to get close. They to can't it get close because the uh, white tiger was literally on top of it. That's disgusting. Yeah. But are we can we, are we assuming that Dave? Are we assuming it's Terry? Uh, I I assumed that I was Terry. Yeah. But I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'd love there to be a twist, but I'm guessing that's probably Terry. But you'll get to that. At some was, that a bear wearing, get to that. was that a bear wearing a, a man's human suit? suit? Is that what that was? I can't say. Yeah, That's a great I'm twist. A human. <laughs> yeah. And then the tiger's like, great, a human. The bear's like, no, no, I'm one of you. <laughs> yeah, bad time for him to <laughs> debut his new human character. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on this for months, secretly in my tiny cage. Here so I come. They get onto the people at the zoo. Yes. So we're 65 k's away. So that's, you know, a bit of a journey. Mm. Um the the staff at the Columbus Zoo were alerted to the unfolding events. If you're driving at 65 k's an hour, it'll take you an hour to get there. Wow. That's right. For example. Uh, at the time, <laughs> they were holding a cocktail party for the International Rhino Foundation. Uh, the zoo's chief operating officer, Tom Schaff, remembers, one of our vets came into the cocktail area and you could see the panic on her face. She said, we have to go. Terry Thompson's animals are out. As he was relatively new to the zoo, staff was unfamiliar with Thompson, but others, including the zoo's director of animal health, Dr. Michael Barry, was very familiar with Thompson and his home zoo. But the but his next door neighbours suspected he had animals, but everybody else is totally aware that he. Well, the animal experts at the at an actual zoo have have been to his place. I'm just saying Terry should be a little more open and vulnerable. You right. Know, and do you think... T- let, him, let, let people in. Mm. Are we literally... This is some sort of private zoo for fun or is he making money out of this zoo? It, I, I do believe he is making some money out of it as well. Right, yeah. yeah. But I don't know you got to pay for 50 wild animals. Yeah, they're Obviously, I do not agree with dollars. how he's keeping them. Absolutely. but it is, I don't agree with having them at all. But yeah, yeah. They're incredibly but, expensive. Yeah, just logistically. that is a, Unless he's some sort of crazy millionaire. I think it's the opposite. I think he's in a lot of debt. Right. Stop um, buying animals. There you go. Done. It's expensive habit. Never thought Sell of them to people who can look after them properly. There you go. You're fine. So Dr. Michael Barry was very familiar with them. Um, and this is in part because in 2008, he'd been to Thompson's property as part of an ATF raid. The ATF being the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms. We've talked about it a few times now. 
I'd never heard of them a year ago. Yeah. I think that's the third report I've done where they've come up in. Um, Barry was there. How many they have? They've got the CIA, the FBI, oh. the ATF, Countless. DEA. NCIS, NCIS. CSI. JAG. Oh, don't forget. How can we forget JAG? Is, that, is it J-A-G? Is it some, does it stand for something? I think so. Yeah. I mean, Justice I don't think they were just calling it JAG. and guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're cool. That is sick. NCIS was a spin-off of JAG. Do you know that? I did not know that. There you go. Wow. The more you know. Hey? The more you know, the more bored you are. Huh? What's they always say? <laughs> you know, the more you think, that's a bad idea for a show. <laughs> yep. It, it got chip. made. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Barry was there as a part of that raid to inspect the animals and their living conditions. And he was horrified at what he saw. Oh, no. In terms of animal cruelty, cleanliness, <gasps> and the level of security. Oh, um, so I guess he, yeah, he must have been like, I kind of warned you about this. But this is several years later, so nothing yes, was done later, between yeah. that? No action was taken <gasps> as Thompson committed to improving his facilities. That's awful. But he was charged with gun offences. Apparently he had a, over 100 on the property and he was sentenced to a year in prison. Uh, that sentence, as it turns out, ended only weeks before this night that we're talking about. Right. So he's just freshly out of jail. Um, so who's been looking after the animals in the meantime? His, wa- his wife. Okay. Um, Teresa Thompson. Uh, Marion. Looks suspiciously like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a wig. Hello. Who's in jail? He's, he's still doing both? Like that <laughs> he's, Mrs. Doubtfire scene in the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Warden, one second. <laughs> I've just got a out of my nose. <laughs> he escapes every time. And he always, out and he always a different escape attempt. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out prison's surprisingly easy to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you dress up as a woman and then just walk out the front gate. Goodbye! <laughs> they're like, his zoo, the security's not like, we'll put him in a kind of like a human... Jail version of your own backyard. <laughs> they do backyard jails there. <laughs> Little cages, bars wide enough to squeeze out from. <laughs> um, so uh, the team at the Columbus Zoo assembled uh, all their top people and armed them with tranquilizer dark. <laughs> Most of them have had like six martinis already at the cocktail party. <laughs> no one can drive. They're all in tuxedos. <laughs> they <get> <laughs> well, please tell me they're still in tuxedos. That'd be fantastic. As far as I know. <laughs> Cannot deny it. <laughs> so they, they all uh, jumped in, in the van and, and headed out to Zanesville. Uh, back at the property, Thompson's helper, John Moore, was filling Deputy Jeff Lecoq in on something <laughs> that would end up being used as some sort of explanation for what triggered the events. Moore recounted talking to Thompson the night before at around 9pm. Thompson had received an anonymous letter whilst in prison suggesting that his wife Marion had been unfaithful while he was behind bars. And according to Deputy Lecoq, that's when Terry actually goes to Moore and asks him about Marion having cheated on him while he was in prison. And his answer, to the way I recall, was he didn't know whether she did or didn't. And then Terry makes this statement back to him. Well, I have a plan to find out and you will know when it happens. Okay, so this is some sort of investigation. I release the animals. I don't understand. I think he was probably trying to do something else, and then this happened. Well, what was he trying to do? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
I'm guessing you'll that know. it's yeah. You'll know. When I mean, I'm it's definitely so, something's happened, know. and you'll know. But it feels like I don't think you. Yeah. Will I know because you'll text me about it, or <laughs> I don't think it was in a good way, Terry. No, it doesn't sound like it. I, he's probably in a worse way now. Yes. Uh, with so many animals on are still on the loose, the officers formed a shooting party. Oh, that sounds like a fun party. Sergeant Blake drove the a Ute or a truck or you know yeah. like American Utes, whatever mm-hmm. they like call. A pickup. Pickup, yes. Uh, with four shooters sitting in the tray, including Deputy Tony Angelo, a sniper uh, on the SWAT team, with a bolt action rifle. Deputy Ryan Paisley with a nine millimeter. Submachine gun. <laughs> this is a big game hunter's dream. I know if you were a, big, a hunter, you're right. You'd be like, all right, this is. Imagine crazy. if you were like a secret hunter. You know it's bad, so you're like. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, and I can. I'm actually being I'm a hero to. as well. That's yeah. right. Yeah, this machine gun, I'm gonna use on a bear. Imagine if someone was like, don't worry, if they're not a police officer right now, but they're like, I can help. I'm a big buck hunter. <laughs> I got the high score. Of yeah, big buck hunter. go check the pub. I've got all the records. <laughs> like, I'm AAA. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm ASS. I'm F U K. I'm a real ass man. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Uh, So did I get through all those names? doesn't really matter. Deputy Jay Lawhorn and Deputy Todd... Knavel, who's from the drug squad. Oh, Evil Knavel. And they, they both had assault Avel. rifles. <laughs> Evil Knavel. And they had what sort of weapons, sorry? Assault rifles. Okay. There were car wrecks and other junk strewn all over the property as well. That is like it's a set up for shooting. Game. Yeah. 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 But, but also given the animals plenty of places to sort of hide ducking in between oh and stuff God. to avoid being seen. Was there also mines on the ground? Yes, there were mines. And zombies? Yep. yep <laughs> zombie were, lines. Yeah, there were zombie lines. Um, as they drove up to the barn, two tigers ran out of the barn towards them 
And they were taken by surprise, but they were still able to get the shots off and kill those tigers as well. Our mate in the barn, we've rescued him earlier. Uh, n- not, not mentioned since. So, okay, so we yeah. don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, according to the GQ article, from where they were, they could see the man's body again. The the the, the uh, same one we saw yeah. earlier, yep. Still flat on its back and the white tiger was atop him. Still? Yeah. Canaval- Has it been a while? Oh, it's been, it's been a little while, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Canaval reported back to the sheriff that whether the body was Thompson's or someone else's, it was deceased. And at 6.04, so, yeah, maybe maybe not a full hour. There's a little bit of time has passed. Lutz shared his information on the police radio saying, okay, we have located the owner, code 16, dead on arrival. Okay, that's what code 16 means. Yeah. Possible 58, which is a suicide. Unknown for sure on that. Dick- and that's that body you've just mentioned? Yeah. yeah. So they have identified so as the owner. Yeah, they Terry. Did, it's Terry, yeah. So um, I was right. Yeah. In that very obvious leap that I made. <laughs> but I just want to know. I just need this validation that I was right. You were right. What? <sighs> I mean, I I said it. You're an investigative journalist. Yeah. You get the facts. Yeah. And then I get to do a sweet fist pump when <laughs> I get it right. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! The article goes on to say that... that Jess, was- Jess's article. Ah, yes. Sorry. Uh, That was all the five of them could learn for now because they were urgently redeployed to the southern end of the property where some cats had been spotted readying to cross the boundary fence. Before that, they had to deal with the male African lion that managed to run between some junk cars after the first shot. As they moved towards other escapees, they uh, spread over the hillside. They used the truck to give themselves elevation, trying to engage the animals from 70 to 100 yards away. Firing on them two at a time until they went down. Oh, so is it light at this time? No, I think I think it might be. I believe it's into the night time. That is scary. Yeah, well, it's like six p.m. or something. That is scary it? stuff. Yeah, it's, be, it's beyond six now. So it's getting yeah. If October, it's not wait, October in America. What's that? What's it here? What's it's it spring. Here? Spring. So it's, it's there. Autumn. Fall. 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 So maybe it's um, it, it's not. It might not be pitch black, but, but it's, it's getting dark. Yeah. And that's t- that's scary. It's not ideal. Dusk, that's hunting time. You know what would be perfect? Like Australian summer. It's not dark till like 9pm. So you got great. heaps of time. Mm. Europe- a bit hot. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Kind of European summer. And they're out in the back of the ute. Yeah. Oh, hot. And lions are used to that, so they've got an advantage. They're fine. They're just sunbaking. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I, I fucked up there. This is perfect. You want them in the snow. Yes. <laughs> then, oh. Apart from the polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the penguins have got you right whether they, whether they want you. <laughs> Uh, Carnival's tactic was to shoot for the head a couple of times and then move onto the body and keep putting rounds into it. Aww. So I, I, I don't know why I put that in necessarily. It was more for the following um, quote. He's explaining that, but then he said, I was sick shooting these animals because they didn't ask to be there and I'm a cat person. Oh. Yeah, no, they sh- absolutely shouldn't be there. Like, yeah. it's the, uh, yeah, these so are completely the innocent I, animals, but... Just want, sort of wanted to make it clear that uh, I don't think I don't think these cops are enjoying themselves. No one's having a good time it, no. doing this. They have to protect the children playing soccer. Yes. And the people just enjoying their lives in the apartment building across the road. Yeah. That is wild. And Terry is not a good person. And you should not have had all of those. You shouldn't have one of them. You shouldn't have one tiger. Do you know what I mean? 
Not even let one. A, not one. Let alone not one. 50. Are you the nanny from Nanny? <laughs> I know you've always wanted to be the nanny. The nanny. The nanny state. <laughs> great, great show that would be. Actually, I'm coming around to this nanny state idea. <laughs> Fran. Mr. Sheffield. Miss uh, Fine, you should wear this when you go outside. All right, nanny and the, state. And the pubs all are closing at 2 a.m. <laughs> By the time the team at the Columbus Zoo arrived, the police told them it wasn't safe for them to try and tranquilise any animals. According to the BBC, Jack Hanna, a former director of Columbus Zoo, you familiar with Jack Hanna, the name? No. I, I, no. Th- I thought of John Hanna and then I, I realised it's John Hanna. Different man. Um, he's so weird looking, but I'd 100% go there. He's extremely charming. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, he's the Scottish guy? Yeah. Took me a while to figure out. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yep. Reads mm. Funeral Blues, my favourite poem. Also... The mummy, Brendan Fraser. Yes, right. that too. The brother, John. Sliding Doors. He's okay. a charming friend. Well, this is Jack Hanna. Ah. Um, His older, even more charming brother. <laughs> he He's uh, quite famous. I, I'm very familiar with him because of his regular appearances on Letterman back in the day. Oh, he's he, like he an like animal Letterman's expert. Letterman's animal expert. Yeah, he'd bring in animals and he was really enthusiastic. <laughs> this guy. makes me he's think. like the American... Uh, <laughs> Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. He's the guy, he was, the, I imagine, the guy that I was in parodied on The Simpsons. Probably. It's like, uh, the eagle flies onto Krusty's head. Oh, she must think you have her eggs. I only ate one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, he was interviewed soon after all this because of his, you know, he was a, uh, connected to the Columbus Zoo. Um, it, apparently, it's basically the face of it. If you go to Columbus Zoo, Jack Hanna's picture's on everything um but he said uh tranquilizing animals in the dark was incredibly dangerous and told reporters that the sheriff did the right thing what okay i don't any reason why yeah hannah also supported the shoot to kill order despite it being criticized by others you cannot tranquilize an animal like this a bear or a leopard or a tiger at night said hannah if you do that the animal gets very excited it goes and hides and then we have police officers in danger of losing their life and other people. It takes 10 minutes for it to kick in. Right. And in that time, they've gone off and hidden somewhere. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a bear coming at you. Yeah. 10 minutes is not a it's yeah, not yeah, quick yeah. enough for it yeah. to Yeah, and, and then you've got to find, what, 50 animals, you've got to get 50 cages and stuff. It's hard to get the dose right. Mm-hmm. You've also got to, uh, apparently, you've got to go... Um, Basically, you got to be there with them to make sure it's all going right. Wow. Okay. So it's just so the only reason they actually use that would be in terms of like transporting them elsewhere, or or if it was one, just because it's so hectic, I just yeah, don't yeah. think it was a possible thing to do. So they were right to just and people and a lot of people have said that they're like, why weren't they tranquilizing these animals? This is fucked up. And then people like Jack Hanna coming out and saying, no, they really didn't have any option. Yeah. Helped with the. PR of it all a little yeah. bit. People are like, well, if Jack Hanna, he's like clearly a, he's famously a, yep. an animal lover and expert. Uh, at this point, the white tiger had moved away from the body and the members of the shooting party were able to get up close to it and confirm it was Thompson. Not far from the body, they found bolt cutters and a gun. He had appeared to have died from a gunshot to the head. Uh, they also found bits of raw chicken around the body and Tom's staff from... Columbus who sees or saw that as an indication that he wanted the animals to eat mm. him. Oh, so it's kind like, of like a, a full on. I was going to say it sounds like he died of food poisoning. Oh, 
the other yeah, raw chicken yeah, some raw undercooked. Chicken. Wow, what are you doing? Salmonella, the quiet killer. So the th- the theory there is that well, he shot himself in the vicinity of raw chicken to attract them and then yeah. get eaten after he'd presumably cut let them all, out. all out. Yeah, um, and he read was reading a lot of comments on under different videos about and stuff, and and there were these arguments about tranquilizing mm. one, mm. and then others saying it's it just wasn't possible. And then other people just really angry at him. They're like, he let him out. He he's smart enough to know that they were gonna those those animals were gonna get killed. Yeah, and they're not all gonna come for you, and then go back to their cages. Like they're gonna endanger everyone around you. And it seems like there are a lot of people around and you. And whatever happened, even you know, eventually, these animals that you supposedly love. Because apparently, you know, he was an animal lover as well. He sh- shows it in a weird way by keeping yeah. him in pretty f- full-on conditions. But people like how he must have known that those they were all going to end up killed. But also not to get <coughs> too deep. But if you're in a state of mind where you're going to take your own life, you don't necessarily think about... Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I'm like just talking that. about the, these are comments on the internet, totally. so they're, they're not always super rational. And they're completely rational. normal mm. thoughts to have. He's clearly done the wrong thing. I think we can probably all agree yes. on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, keeping yeah. the animals in the first place, the terrible conditions, and then letting them out it's in with, with neighbours. And he would know that there's a, a, an apartment building, that there's a football yeah. field nearby. Like, yeah. that's extremely dangerous. Totally. He's so definitely yeah, fucked up. You'd know that this was the fate of your animals as well. And... Yeah, and it's one of those. It's that weird thing where it's like he everything he did until that point was legal with his animals, which is insane. Mm. And also that they'd raided the house for something completely different, and it had been reported that the conditions the animals were in were terrible, and he and nothing was done. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's just they just don't have any. They they don't have the laws to enforce if there's no laws. Sounds like he was, he was lucky not to have had it shut down. But but if it had been, then this would never happen. Mm. If you go, oh, I reckon fifty animals is too many, and also you're not keeping them in good conditions, then this wouldn't happen Apparently now. His house was a squalid as well. It stank, and it was oh. it was just it was yeah. It all there's none of this is nice. But then I just don't understand the point of having all those animals. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It makes no sense. It does feel it's like one of those things I imagine it started with one and it just... Yeah. I did read, I think, much later in the... Much um, like tattoos, In the you know? GQ thing. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. <laughs> Apparently when he was in Vietnam and he, he befriended a monkey there and, and that might have been where his <laughs> love of wild animals started. The monkey said, I can hook you up. Yeah, what do you want? You want a tiger? <laughs> he opens his jacket. <laughs> Monkey's wearing a jacket. Love the idea of befriending a monkey. I like the idea of a mo- my friend monkey wearing a jacket. <laughs> that is nice. Not a jacket. Uh, like a trench coat. No, like a smoking jacket. Ooh. Like Hugh Hefner style. Wow. Okay. Silk. That's a fancy monkey. That's cool. Yeah. That is a fancy monkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the night went on, so did the killings. Again, this is from GQ. Encounters with animals that would normally have been remembered for a lifetime were forgotten moments later as the next came along. That's the thing that blows my mind. Imagine you go, I was face-to-face with a bear. Normally that's someone's big life story. I'll tell this for the rest of my life. The guys, the cops on this night, were having that story every every couple of minutes. You'd forget. You'd forget how many animals you'd seen. Yeah. 
Or shot, I should say. Uh, somehow no one was hurt. What? Even Mr. Kopchak, forgotten in his barn, safely managed to make <laughs> his way un- unescorted back to his house at nightfall. That is... Imagine ma- making the break for it. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have the courage. I'd be eating that chocolate mousse. Yeah. I'd and waiting. I feel like yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably feel inclined to sleep there for the night, but... Yeah, what did it, it was about a hundred meters. I wouldn't feel safe. It's a pretty there, long either. run. It's a hundred meters with animals that like can can pounce very. They just and collect and move in the dark so quickly. Yeah, better better eyesight than you, presumably, and smell. Maybe maybe it was riding red. Yeah, red can do it. I'd have Dolly waiting for <laughs> me on the porch. It rode with through the, just rode through a wall to get inside. Oh no, we've left quite a big entry point. <laughs> Um, given the situation, as the GQ article goes on, given the situation, 50 animals, mostly large and potentially aggressive carnivores, set loose towards the day's end, things could have gone much worse. It, that is a miracle that not mm. one slips through. But you don't Amazing. know how many there are. It's getting it's dark yep. now. One could easily just it's slink off into the night. Yeah. A, t- a tiger or a lion. As a way of making sure all animals were accounted for, the officers started laying out the deceased animals oh. in order of species. Uh, a photo of this heartbreaking sight was taken anonymously and would go on to become kind of the the most um, uh, seen image of the whole event. Uh, it was in newspapers all around the world the following days. Wow. I am surprised I haven't heard of this. Yeah. Maybe uh, the photo does ring a bell. Um, maybe you say, but it is, yeah, it is just, you know, a photo full of huge, beautiful animal bodies. Far out. But beautiful uh, animal bodies is a weird way to put that. Beautiful bodies of beautiful animals. Yes, thank you. But it does make sense for them to do that and count it out and be like, yeah, okay, we've got them all. Yeah, because otherwise you're like, oh shit, we're missing yeah, a. Yeah. Uh, the zoo team returned the following morning, now with their most famous members, Jack Hanna. Still wearing tuxedos? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Camouflage tuxedos. Yeah, they went They went back <laughs> to the party. They, they were drinking martinis <laughs> in between. Hannah was debriefed by the sheriff and afterwards was interviewed by media over and over again about the events, giving his opinion uh, that the police had no alternative. Uh, According to GQ, this probably made all the difference. Hannah was a trusted animal advocate and as he emotively articulated his pain at the deaths that had uh, taken place, his unequivocal insistence that the sheriff's department had no other option than to act as they did served as a powerful antidote to the other obvious narrative that a thoughtless small town law enforcement brigade had murdered dozens of mm. noble beasts because they were too dumb and trigger happy to think of a better alternative. Yeah. Cuz there's not there weren't that many of them out there trying to I want to say capture the animals. They weren't capturing them but stop them. Far out. This is wild. It shouldn't it's yep, okay. You know, people like um, we got a non-Ohioan American listeners who will occasionally get in contact to make fun of how boring Ohio is. <laughs> how are there so many of these stories that come out of Ohio? Yeah, and all these famous people. Yeah, so the, many so famous, many famous people. people. I was like, oh, wow, they spent their childhood or at least a part of it in Ohio. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a cool state. Second only to Vermont. Well, it's number one for me. Uh, Jess, where you, where's your, what's your number one state? You got the deciding vote. Uh, well, you can pick a third state if you like. <laughs> Good luck wasting <laughs> your... <laughs> I can't think of the line. Damn it! Do you have a? Do you have a California? Uh, oh, the yawn. popular vote. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with the cool kids. You are. Oh, sorry, I just had a, a micro sleep. <laughs> Indiana's number two for me. 
Oh, Pawnee, Indiana. Where does and Gary? Oh, where does Vermont sit on your list? Because Ohio's number two. For All me. I know about them is that they have those whoopy ice creams, creamies, creamy ice creams. I I look forward to getting there. I mean, I do. I've never been to Ohio, so it, or Indiana, but they are Better one and deliver. two so far. But you have been hopes. to Vermont. I haven't been to Vermont. <laughs> I've been to California, New York, New Jersey, Texas, Louisiana. Have you been to Louisiana, New Orleans? Louisiana, I've been to Nola, yep. Uh, where, where's um, Yellowstone Park? Yellow, you know Yellowstone Park? Yeah. That's, that's where I saw a bear and a, and I saw a... Moose? I saw everything but a moose. I had my top four and I got that's three right. of the four. I, got, I saw an elk. I drove through a herd of buffalo. Whoa. Bison. My Not God. drove through them. I, like they surrounded <laughs> It sounded us. like you killed I a lot of bison. I was driving and they got around me. Um, Get around me! And an elk, but yeah, never saw the moose. So the moose is elk still the dream. Elk would be cool. What about Vegas? Oh, Va- yeah, Nevada. Nevada. I've yep. been to Vegas. So, is it Wyoming? Maybe. Where do I, I went to Jackson Hole. Where's Jackson Hole? Yeah, Wyoming. That is the least populous state. Is it really? Yeah. Aww. Second. Well, it makes Vermont second. <laughs> no kidding. Well, that was a fun detour, as Jess said. I think that means I've been at eight, so I've got 42 to go. Nice. Uh, the final body count was 49 animals. Whoa. Though there was also one macaque that remains unaccounted for <gasps> with the belief, I'd like to think that it's gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah. They think it was eaten by one of the big cats. Oh, oh that would be, yeah. If that happened, you wouldn't have any evidence of it. Yeah. And you'd, be, you? you'd be Without wondering. cutting up all the, all the cats. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It wouldn't leave anything behind? I don't know. Yeah. Depends on how big it was, I guess. Oh, gross. Um, they decided to bury the animals there on the property. A digger was brought in and a hole 30 feet deep was created before the animals were unceremoniously dumped in. Oh, and then the dirt just heaped back over. Yeah. Mm, it's bloody um, deep. It was hard for staff to watch. This is from, from Columbus Zoo. Yeah. Saying, our role in life is to care for animals and to educate and inspire people about these great creatures and to see them piled in the mud. It was just a bad day, you know. Oh. The master of the understatement. The autopsy on Thompson's body pointed to suicide by gunshot. It also mentioned that he had some lacerations around his head and neck, probably from that white tiger. The other notable thing here, apologies if this is too gruesome, I wasn't sure if I should add it or not, but his dick had been eaten clean off. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> who ate it? Don't you fucking regret face us. <laughs> clean off. Yeah. Really? Was or, that self-inflicted? Or as Chris Heath writes in the GQ article, by the time the body was recovered, no part of his external genitalia remained. Where there should have been... There was nothing but a raw gap. That was <laughs> Terry Thompson's final grotesque parting gift. Had he rubbed a raw chicken? A last meal for one of his animals. Sometime before it too met its death by bullet on that sad night of October 18th, 2011, <laughs> near Zanesville, Ohio. I wonder why it went for the dick. Yeah, it, pretty much everything else was untouched. Dick was he gone. naked? Was he wearing crotchless chaps and that was just flapping in the breeze? I can't, Maybe it was I can't imagine that that would be like... if if Let's say humans... Let's say there was like, we were bred for meat, like yeah. cows are or something. I don't think that would be a nice bit of meat. No. Do you know what I mean? Chewy. <laughs> Speak it for yourself. 
<laughs> I'll be feeding families for weeks. Okay, It'd right. be thighs, right? That'd be weird. Thighs, though. the bum. No, right. that's a bit muscly. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I imagine the dick would be very chewy. Yeah, it'd be like a the French would probably love it. You know, yeah, <laughs> it'd be one of those delicacy things, <laughs> like yeah. a snail or yeah, thighs a frog, or maybe like the belly. Belly, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. There's a bit of meat around there. Hmm. Anyway, not you wouldn't. Why? I mean, you could have any part of him. He's dead. He's got raw chicken around him. This is what he wants. Why yeah. are you eating the dick? I mean, this tiger seems clearly not a gourmet eater. <laughs> it did seem strange. Well, it sounds like it. maybe it is a gourmet eater. Yeah. Yeah. You think it was a French tiger? Maybe. Oh, oui. Oh, raw, raw. There were a few animals that remained in cages. Um, and one of, uh, there was also a, a, a bear remained. And they ended up being taken to the Columbus Zoo. Okay. At the time, it's like in a breakout scene in a movie when one prisoner gets out and the other's like, let me out, let me out, let me out. The bear would be like begging, and you, like, yeah. seeing its friends go and thinking, oh, I would like to get out too. Oh. Ended up being the safest place for that yeah. bear. And didn't you say when they first got there, there was a couple of monkeys and... Yeah, and a dog. Bird, and a dog, that's right. Yeah, so I think um, his wife returned and she was pretty emotional when oh. they were being taken away. I mean, all of it obviously was full on, but um, she was like, please don't don't take my babies away. Well, what we, I mean, like, look what happened. Yeah. What do you mean don't take them away? And did they take them away? You shouldn't yeah, have been allowed them. to have them f- in the first place. Then, in 2008, when they came and said, oh, these animals are in terrible conditions, they definitely should have been taken away then. And now they've gotten out and had to all be hunted and you're like oh no please let me keep it like no yeah no you don't get to keep it apparently she sang a lullaby to one of the the monkeys and um they were like we don't think you should take him out of the cage she's like no it'll be fine like she was she said i think she said that um the eldest uh female monkey or maybe it was the macaque they would share she shared a bed with for quite a while so like she was super really close cl- close and comfortable with them and and it was all fine but yeah it's pretty all of it is awful it's yes it's a odd all of it is a bit odd it was not what i was expecting when you said massacre you were thinking it was going to be humans yeah yeah Fuck. and no, no, no it's a fascinating that, story that is a, a, an amazing a truly story. exhilarating uh, the, story but there was a uh, maybe I don't know if it's worth saying this, but this is a, a local Zanesville resident um, was quoted uh, in the BBC article. His name was Bill Weiser, and he was asked about Mr. Thompson, Terry Thompson, and he described him as a colourful character who flew planes, raced boats, and owned a custom motorcycle shop which also sold guns. He was pretty unique, uh, Weiser told AP. He had a different slant on things. I never knew him to hurt anybody. And he took good care of the animals. So I don't know if his... I don't know how he how he came to that opinion. But it yeah. sounds like he didn't take great care of the animals. Yeah. But it was interesting that he was, he was a colourful character. It wasn't the guy I was picturing like this plane flying boat racing no. man. But yeah, it's just... Uh, he was... So he was... Um, they they bugged him, you know, before those raids, and they were worried that he was a, he was a danger. He talked about sort of terrorist leaning ideas and stuff. Right, like and I also had a shitload of guns. Yeah, so 
Yeah, it's all. I mean, what a just a crazy, crazy story. Yeah, it's insane. I just uh, uh, what what purpose? What's the point in having all of those animals? I, I don't I don't know. I guess it's yeah, it's like a collection of anything. I'm guessing it does sound like they genuinely loved them. But yeah, in in, in their yeah, way, I'm sure he would tell you that they did. Yeah, so after them, I'm guessing that's yeah, and like. I think she was saying, like, um, I think I was reading that when Mary and his his wife were saying, "Don't take my babies," she was she's like, I, "Like, I bought one of them for thirty. I think she said thirty grand." So I don't like. It's just I don't know where the money comes from. And but then I also did read um, you asking if they made money out of it. I didn't. I didn't read a lot about that, but I did read that uh, in two thousand and eight, Heidi Klum. Um, used one of their lion cubs in a photo shoot. Oh, that yeah. lion went on to escape that day, and yeah, I guess it probably did. Shot. Yeah, it's um, and she went on to marry Seal. So hmm. there you Actually, go. Then divorce Seal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that that is that is the end of my report. Matt, that was an amazing story. That's co- I'm I'm surprised that only one person suggested that. Yeah, yeah. And one one Australian person. Yeah, suggested thank you very much. Um, but uh, yeah, like I say, there's a. There'll be a few links, but the the GQ article, um, if you are are interested, it, there's a whole second section which is about this sort of unknown world of private zoos in America, especially mm. in Ohio. He does like a, a quite in depth investigation, and he visits a lot of them to find out more. And then there's a third chapter which um, tries to get more into the mind of of Terry. So sounds amazing. I, I do remember reading a, an uh, an unfact checked possible fun fact recently and that is that in texas because they also have the lapse laws there that there are more tigers in that state than anywhere else in the entire world really because they have so many people with their own private collection right don't know again unfact checked but i was it was one of those internet things i was like whoa it's another thing that um that jack hannah said was so sad was kind of there's like uh, having to watch these tigers get shot and um, knowing that there's, I think there's, you know, there's, they're critically endangered. Yeah, no, there's not many. So it's, um, yeah, what a, a adds an extra level of so why um, sadness to it all. Ohio, that's incredible. So have, I wonder if those, or did you say this already? If those laws have changed? Oh, I think there definitely is, is movement for it to change. I don't know how much they've changed. I would be surprised if they are the, exactly the same. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, maybe others would know. Let us know if anyone listening has an exotic animal. Do you have a yeah, tiger or a, a lion? How common is it? Um, well, that brings us to... I always thought it was cool if, like, I found out a friend had a goat or something. Goats are it cool. It was no oh. one I knew personally as a child because we oh. lived in suburban melbourne but like friends who i know now who are like oh yeah we had a goat or a goose or something i'm like that is fucking wild. i'm impressed if people have a dalmatian yeah like, whoa you don't 100%. see don't see many of them yes a friend of mine whoa. has two yeah you're two whoa two pretty rare crazy sorry man i cut you off there i just think this is wild no that's all right i was i was just gonna kick into the fact quota question yeah. segment but i i was also gonna say that it's um you might not have heard of zanesville ohio which i, no. I hadn't either but it's not Looking at photos of it, it isn't it? It's not like it's a, a tiny country town. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a fair... It's a city. City. So, obviously, you know, his property was just on the outskirts there, but it is... But not um, far out. I mean, if there's so much... If there's still such a... It's a populated area. Yeah. I think in that, apparently in the Zanesville, Micropolitan 
How would, where, what am I hitting wrong there? How do you say that word? Well, yeah, I guess you're saying it like cosmopolitan, micropolitan. Yeah, micropolitan. Yep. It's probably this is metropolitan would be area. the big version of that. Yeah. yeah. So it's 86,000 in that that's, in that area. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a decently big, sized it's a city, place. yeah. yeah. Um, anyhow, so that brings us to the fact, quote, or question segment of the show. And that's where you get to give a fact, a quote, or a question if you're on the Sydney Scheinberg Deluxe Memorial Rest in Peace level of our Patreon, which you can do at patreon.com slash pod. And if you support the show, you can get a whole bunch of different things like bonus episodes. Two a month. You can vote. Not season. Vote on topics uh, like people did today. Uh, in, in fact, that um, the Sydney Scheinberg group specifically voted on this was, topic. Was this a landslide? Because it's such a cool, like, uh, uh, no, I say cool again, like crazy sounding topic. No, there were, it was won by a vote. Wow. They, a those people really changed the show. It re- like, it's amazing how often that, that one comes down to one vote, but that was, came down to one vote, which is frustrating because it means I have to delay my research. I'm like, watching this going, oh, we need a result here. <laughs> You're refreshing that little pie chart. Yeah. Please. Um, but yes, yeah, so something else you can get uh, is giving us a fact quote or question. And this week, Dave, I know you know how to pronounce this name. Um, can, can you help us out there, please? Surely. Oh, it's Sieger Bjorg is the first name. Can't remember how we go with the last name. Sieger Bjorg Edjofidotu. Who is from Iceland. I think she also says in her nickname that people call her Seba. Oh, Seba. Seba. Thank, Thank you so much, Seba. And Seba's given herself the nickname Head Janitor of Dog Igloos. <laughs> we were looking for one of those. Thank goodness we finally filled that position. I should say, yeah, you also get to give yourself a, a title. Uh, and this week... Sigurd Bjorg has given given us a quote, and the quote is, and I've never read any of these uh, until I'm reading them, so let me have part a of the fun. Part of the fun. My quote is from a great woman, Eleanor Roosevelt, and this is the quote: "Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people." So hopefully you enjoyed our discussion on events and people here today. <laughs> <laughs> quick, let's quick, let's discuss an idea. Quick. I think it's more like gossip, you know. Right. And we're not really ones to goss on pod. I thought that that was going to be end with uh, small ones discuss sport. I thought it was going to be like the, a, a go at sport, yeah, sport, like sport fans. Well, this is she um, debriefs a bit on this, saying, "I often think about this quote when I hear." Uh, people either talk about others behind their backs or simply about the Kardashian clan. <laughs> that and this person deserves a high five in the face with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> that really escalated. That did escalate. I have, I'm like, a oh, high five. Oh, that's nice. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that took a turn. That took a turn. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Seba. There's many a good conversation on the Facebook um, Messenger through our page with Seba, so great to have you supporting oh, the nice show in one. Iceland. How Amazing. cool. So cool. I That blows my mind. Uh, well, that brings us to our other favourite segment of the show. It is where we get to thank a few Patreon supporters. Yes. Is, another reward is that we sh- uh, shout out to six people every week, and uh, Jess usually comes up with a game. And I have come up with one, but I need to clarify something in the game. Okay. So I want to give each of these people... Uh, a spirit animal, okay. but I want to clarify that the animals are very much alive, okay, and healthy okay. and safe. Okay, right. so their spirit animals are okay and uh, well looked after, probably out in the wild, happy, oh, no known nice. predators. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> They'll well, never die. They're immortal animals. Well, would would you mind if I kick it off, please? From I'm going to say Manchester in New Hampshire. 
That is, that is correct. I'd love to thank Matthew Ingle. We're getting good at this now. <laughs> yeah, we're ticking off those states, at least verbally anyway. Matthew yeah. Ingle. Matthew Ingle. Can I call you Huey, Matthew? <laughs> I'll take the Matt, you take the Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hugh Ingle. <laughs> Hugh Ingle. Um, I, 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 for some reason, yeah. the first animal that to? came into my mind was a vampire bat. Okay. Ooh. That's a great spirit animal. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool animal. That is great. A little bit badass. A little bit yeah, badass. Yeah, they can fly. Yeah. That's what a great thing for your spirit to be able to do. Let your spirit fly. Mm, Matthew, your spirit's flying. But yeah. also, it's like vampire a it's a vampire bat. bat that's wearing a little tuxedo. Oh. He's a fancy <laughs> Oh, wow. That's, I love that. You know? A little bow tie. But he's like, he's, real, like he's a vegetarian. He's a really sweet little vampire bat. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, do you, did you want some blood? He's like, oh no, I couldn't. You know, couldn't possibly. No, thank you. I don't want to hurt you. you could have a, have another drop. No, so they good. feed they feed solely on blood. Huh. There you go. But not Matthew. Vampire bats. Well, that's just. I mean, spirit blood. Yes. Yeah, the spirit spirit of blood. animals feed on spirit blood. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Huey, Matthew, Huey, Ingle. I'd also love to thank from Hopper's Crossing, right here in Victoria, Stephanie Andrews. Stephanie Andrews. Oh, thank Stephanie. you very much. Yes, appreciate that. Stephanie, Lovely to hear from a local. Are you getting a, a vibe? You got a song there, Matt, which is nice. I'm okay. I'm thinking. You were singing that about me the other day. Yeah. Same tune. Yeah. It's a catchy tune. Well, what's the, what's the tune? It's sort of depressing. It's a, it's a song called Jessica. I That's why I was singing it to me. That uh, makes sense. Yeah, that did make sense. Because my name, Dave, I don't know if you know this. Your full name. My oh. full name is Jessica. Okay, and you told me that you told the dentist that once. <laughs> I'm going to say Wombat. Oh. I love Wombats. My favourite animal, wombats. so that's probably why. Favourite animal it. or just favourite Aussie animal? You put it I think favourite animal. That is fantastic. You know what I saw the other day in the wild? An echidna. Great animal. Like a big one. Monotrain. God like, damn, mm. those little faces. Let's write that in the platypus. You're so cute. I would say that the echidna and the wombat rival for me. I can never choose between my favourite Australian animal. Yeah. They're awesome. I love them both so much. I also I do love the North American bison. Uh, and obviously uh, there's a whole subcategory of uh, love called uh, the non-human primates. Of course. But you've... Uh, but I put them above all the others. Are these just the top two animals you've ever run down in your car? <laughs> Bison, field of them. Wombats, field of wombats. No, I, do, I love nuggety animals. Yeah. And they're both real nuggety. Um, can I thank some people as yes, well? Yes, please. I would like to thank from Plymouth. Oh, in Devon. In Devon. Oh, oh Devon. Who do uh, scones properly there. Apparently. Cream and jam. Yeah. Mm, incorrectly. Ugh, Spread then. We never did that when we were in the UK, did we? We never got to Devon. We've got to do that next time. We're, we're going to have a big scones day. That was it's important to me that we get to Devon for scones. We did okay. do scones at some point together, even just in Australia. We did scones once in and England they and they sucked. You couldn't call them they scones. Were they were not scones. The worst scones I've ever had were in England. But I had a fantastic jacket potato, so I was happy. <laughs> That's true. Naomi Higgins and I made scones just last week. And it was really? delightful. What life I did not lives. know about that at all. Yeah, what life he lives. Up, we just caught up and made scones. It was adorable. Anyway, I would uh, like to thank... Did you do the Devon way? No, I did it the correct way. Which is, of course... From the sea place. What's it called? I don't Chester? even put it to my, in my, my memory. Maybe I'm wrong. Cornwall. Cornwall. Damn it! I'm wrong They do pasties right. Yes. They do scones wrong. Hmm. Anyway, from Devon, I would like to thank Chris Hallam. Oh, hello, Chris. Chris Hallam. Chris Hallam. Howler monkey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. My word. Nailed it. Howler monkeys are great. I yeah. love howler monkeys. Yeah, these are all good animals. 
Oh, yeah, well, obviously. We're and they're spirit animals. So even if they're an animal that's normally a bit shit, they're a spirit animal. So mm. they're like... they got like, what, some powers or something? They're like the cartoon version. So they're super cute. It's yeah. kind of like how even uh, a warthog was cute in The Lion King, you know? Yeah. In the original one or the, the new The original. Because it wasn't as cute in the new one. I don't want to uh, see the new one. Well, when we went to that elephant uh, sanctuary in Thailand... There was a warthog, oh, a mama warthog with walking around with like about eight little pups. Yeah. Oh. And it was it was so cute. The little ones. Amazing. They, they were so cute. Oh my god. And they were just yes. hanging out in a mud bath. Hakuna yes. Matata. Mm. What a oh, that's phrase. cute. So thank you so much, Chris. And I'd also like to thank from Greensboro. 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 What's NC? North, North Carolina. Carolina. Got a quick fun fact. Do you? Uh, About you. Greensboro. How do you know anything about North Carolina? Well, funnily enough, uh, greatest basketball all time, arguably. Obviously, Ohio and great uh, is also in the in the conversation now as well. Carl Malone. <laughs> the mailman. Always <laughs> <laughs> delivers. But Michael Jordan, uh, he used to wear shorts, college basketball shorts. They were blue. Mm. And then he got drafted in the NBA to play for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, in the Windy City. That's right. And he <laughs> just kept on wearing those blue university shorts. But they wouldn't have gone with his Chicago uniform. Well, that's the funny thing. He, he put his other shorts over the top. So oh. he was wearing two pairs of shorts, meaning he needed to have bigger shorts <laughs> for Chicago, starting the fashion that led to big basketball shorts. That is my Michael Jordan slash North Carolina story. Wow. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I love that fact. And I hope that was new information for you, Melissa Ferguson. I feel like I haven't got to tell it I didn't even get her name out. Melissa Ferguson. Oh, thank you, Melissa Ferguson. I'll repeat it too because we appreciate Melissa your support. Melissa Ferguson? I, imagine I all, appreciate you. I imagine all she ever thinks and about. I don't even apologize for that. <laughs> Do you all she ever thinks about is those damn shorts? I'm sure. I bet she's wearing some right now. And what kind of animal is Melissa Ferguson? Well, I do you, want, do you mind if I? I, no, I mean, okay. I was. I'm trying to avoid going for primates all always. Okay. Okay. So, are you saying now you don't want to go because you've thought of a primate? Well, I was. I, I like the. Um, I like the ring-tailed lemurs. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah, they're cute. They're great. Cheeky. Yeah, that's okay. You're allowed Sorry. to say that. No, Sorry about hey, that. Hey, don't apologize. Hey, Melissa loves that. Okay. Thank you, Melissa. They're an, they're an iconic looking lemur with the that black and white striped tail. They also, they, as I learned in a past episode of Primates, they'll bone on top of cactuses. That seems risky. They have stink fights with each other and the winners bone on top of cactuses or something like that's that. that. Not, that's not a winning. No, that, I was going to say that is a prize. That is a, that's prize. a prize worth fighting and dying for. Okay, Dave. I'll oh, die no, I'll on this cactus. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Would you like to thank some people, Dave? I would love to take us home. Thank you so much. With a couple of... Legends to shout out to, and I'd like to thank from Cologne in Deutschland, aka Germany. Been to Cologne, catch the I caught the fer- ferry across, I think, maybe from the White Cliffs of Dover. Is that where that ferry goes? Hmm. Am I making that up? I don't know. I've not been on the ferry, but I believe you. I might be wrong. I might have done, got to Cologne in a different way. There might have been a pub, but I remember I did go to a pub there. Yes, <laughs> um, and. Uh, that's the place I almost missed the train at because I was stuck at an Irish pub with an Irishman who was just feeding me pints of Guinness. <laughs> but earlier in that, I remember in Cologne, they had their um, beers were tiny. That in was Cologne. like their standard size of oh. beer was real small. And then the next day I went to Munich and their standard size of beer was a litre. <laughs> I love wow. culture. It sounds like you had a lot of them in Cologne because it's very, very much landlocked. 
Don't know how you caught a ferry to the to the <laughs> middle of Germany, but that's impressive. No, I'm getting confused with that. Um, is impressive. Uh, where does the uh, somewhere in France is where the ferry goes? So Dave, who I went was to in Cologne? Cologne? Next. I would like to thank. So sorry from Cologne. I imagine she's on the ferry right now. I'm saying she. I'm, I'm assuming him. So sorry, Verena Limper. Ver- first name Verena, surname Limper. Thank you so much, Verena. Verena Limper, what a name! Fantastic support there. I I got a feeling when I read this name. Yeah. If I may course, indulge that feeling, I'm thinking toucan. <gasps> good oh, good one. I love toucan. Oh, me too. Do you one remember of toucan icy poles. I loved them. Which, if you're not familiar, two icy poles stuck together. Yeah. They were two sticks. Two sticks. sticks. You can either double up, double down, have them both, or split it and share with a friend. So cute. And you obviously had them by yourself. Yeah, um, of course. I mean, I wasn't an only child, but I was treated like one because of our affluence. Mm. Had anything you wanted. It was Calais that I was thinking of. Calais. Oh, Calais. oh yeah. understood. Cologne, understood. Calais. It's close. Very similar. Mm, we Thank get you it. so much, Verena. Thank you, Verena. My fa- one of my f- maybe all-time favourite ads featured a toucan. It was for, I'm pretty sure it was for Two Is New. And this toucan walks into a bar and taps its hard beak on the on the bar to signify I want a beer. And then the, the bartender puts a beer out. And then the toucan sort of like trying to, struggling to get its beak around the thing and it ends up knocking the beer over. And one of the other booze hound goes, can't hold his beer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't physically pick it up. And he's a toucan screamer. There's so many levels. What oh, a clever ad that I good. definitely didn't get as a kid. That's good stuff. But, now, but I still loved it. So Look at that good. toucan fumbling around with a beer. So cute. Oh, man. And thank you. Memory. That story was dedicated to you, Verena Limper. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much, Verena Limper. What a name. What a name. What a city. What a life. I'd like to finally thank, bringing it home now, a lot closer to home, that is, from Galban in New South Wales. Where Matt's going to be. I'm going to be tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Please be front row and centre. Wave those hands if you got them. Do you know, Dave, what Goulburn's famous for? Uh, the That's awesome foursome. Thing. It's for a big, big thing. Big Merino. The Big Merino. Oh, I said it last week. I thought, it was, I thought you were talking about Goulburn Valley Fruits. No, a different place. Really? Yep. Oh, disappointing. Sorry, Sorry mate. Uh, I hope the uh, front row and centre at the Goulburn show, Peter Grant. Peter, Peter Grant. Grant. That's two, is that two Goulburn patrons in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Wow. Good timing. I reckon Peter well, yeah, well. is a little quokka. Oh, quokka. Fantastic. Quokka. A great Australian animal. Yeah, they I look like them. they've been hand drawn. We saw them in Adelaide Zoo, remember? And I was so excited because I wanted to get a photo with one, but they were all sleeping. Mm. And then we also saw a tourist waking one up and patting it. Yeah, that was a little it, bit weird for us all. The signs everywhere were like, L- leave them alone. Let yeah. Them sleep. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. shaking it. Wake up. Wake up. I'm patting you. <laughs> so when we go to Perth, I'm hopefully going to go see some quokkas. Love oh, that. I've never made it out to Rottnest. Can we go? Yes. Oh, yeah. So I've never been to Rottnest either. So it's an island off uh, Perth where basically that's where they're from. Yes. So very, very cool. And thank you so much to Peter Grant and Goulburn. I assume you'll be front row at Matt's show tomorrow night. And if not, um, you better have a really good excuse. <laughs> if you're hearing that, hearing this episode a couple of days after it comes out, fair enough. Yeah. No, then you fucked up. Yeah. And thanks to everyone that supports the show on Patreon. As Matt said at the start, if you want to get any of those rewards and also know at the same time that you're supporting our show and our lives, you can go to patreon.com slash dogoonpod. And uh, you can also find us all over the place uh, if you look for Dogoonpod, including on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. 
YouTube. If you, you do youtube.com slash pod, I'm putting up a bunch of stuff. I think the live, some live episodes should almost be up there for some new videos, which is a bit of fun. Yeah. And yeah, the website dugonpod.com is where you'll find information about everything. Check out Dave and my other podcast, which is Primates and Book Cheat, which uh, you'll see linked in the show notes as well. And uh, this week's episode of Primates is a lot of fun, uh, where I had on Jackson and Cass from from Sans Pants, and we talked about an old episode of Scooby Doo. Oh, great! Where are you? Oh, that sounds fun. Raggy never ape the ape man. Is it? It's called. Bit of fun. Oh, that's the title of the episode. Yeah. Love that. Love that a lot. I was a big Scooby Doo fan growing up. Mm. One of my favorite I like cartoons. Scooby Ride at Movie World. Oh, it's oh, fantastic! It's ride. So fun. Well, let's I don't get like, back I don't up there. Like rides, but I like. Did you guys one. ever get to a theme park when you were up no, there for we that didn't. week? We didn't what did do you it. do with your time off? Um, Wasted did it. Did you see a movie like you promised? No, I did. Oh, what were you doing? That was your one thing you said you'd do together. There yeah, well. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> you're only young once, and you fucked it. All right. <laughs> well, with that wisdom, we're going to end the end of the show. And everything we've talked about, you can go to dogonpod.com and find links to all that kind of stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Also, a place to suggest an episode. Yes. Anyone can do that. Don't forget to be a Patreon supporter. Uh, anyone can suggest an episode anytime. There's a little link on the website, dogonpod.com. Yes. All right. But until next week, we'll say thank you so much for listening. And until then, I'll say goodbye. Laters. Bye. Uh- podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you because we don't have a local line that's why no, it's we so don't. confusing Disappointing. Yeah, even our lines are bloody koala in a suit <laughs> it's two koalas yeah that's very cute <laughs> <laughs> they get all sweepy and then they have some leaves and they go sweep <laughs> don't they sleep an insane amount like 20-something hours a day. Yeah, because aren't they, they high off their asses off the eucalyptus yeah. leaves just, all the time? Just, apparently, don't they fall out of trees a lot? Cause they're just, just baked and very unintelligent apparently too, Aww. sadly. That's why I relate to them. Yeah. The, Bit yeah, silly, very sleepy. <laughs> not a lot going on there, is there, with the koalas? Thank God they have their looks. Yeah, yeah. Those, those fluffy ears. My God, they have their looks. <laughs> Great noses. Oh. oh. So soft looking. Little baby one. But God they make, damn. you get close to them, I've heard. I've never been close to one. You know, I don't let them in, but they <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> but they, um, yeah, apparently they're not as cute when you get near them. I think they right. smell. Cute they from got pretty hot, like pretty sharp claws. So cute from a distance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, cute if it's a cartoon version. So have of I it. ever told you this story? When uh, I was down uh, on the Great Ocean Road near Apollo Bay, and we were driving out to the Otway Great Otway Lighthouse, and along the road out to the lighthouse, there was all these cars pulled over because there was koalas in the trees. Um, and I was with my brother and my sister-in-law and a friend, and we're like looking out the windows trying to spot koalas. And they're hard to see because they're the same colour as the tree trunks. And I suppose that's probably the idea. Um, and my sister-in-law goes, why don't they make them in other colours? <laughs> that is a good idea. It was so good. That's we were, great we were all just like, who's they, Em? Who makes koalas, do you reckon? Who's they? She's like, nah, but you know, if there's a pink one, be able to see it easier. Like, that is a good point. Smart. Yes. Mm, can't fault that. Cannot fault can't that. Can't fault a genius. I feel like we're not that far away from... Humans doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, humans suck. <laughs> I like tigers, 
but I'd like them more in a purple. Mm, mm, Can sure. you make that happen for me? You know, I realised only recently, way too late, uh, that tigers are not yellow and black. No, they're, they're orange, orange and black. Yeah. And because the and a football bit of white. team, <laughs> Richmond, the tigers, mm. are yellow and black, somehow my brain didn't, like, didn't understand, like connected that even though i'd look at a tiger it's clearly orange in my head i'm seeing yellow and black Mm. i would have sworn they were yellow and black until maybe a year ago (laughs) what what really got across the line someone said tigers are orange and black and i said no then oh (laughs) 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 it was one of those was like like you know like like something clicked in my brain i was like oh and then there would have been a flashback sequence yeah. where I've seen all these tigers before, <laughs> you know, like Kaiser Soze and the usual suspects. So it's all lining up. All the clues were there all along. Tigers are orange, black. Uh, isn't that weird? But it is weird. Anyway, I'm in the middle of this uh, paragraph here. Sorry. So this is uh, this is about the shooting party. So um, I don't like it being called a shooting party. No. It makes I'd, it I'd sound like they're all enjoying before. it too mm. much. Hunting party. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Gun, gun, gun friends. The gun group. Gun group. <laughs> the Bang Bang Boys. Yeah. Because their guns go bang. And then afterwards. And they are all boys. They bang. Do you know what I mean? Really? Oh. Celebrate. The Bang 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 Boys. Bang 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 Boys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 